Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to Thinking Out Loud. I'm your host, Isabella, and Coco is sitting on my chair across the room, licking herself while I am recording. She's a cat, by the way. Um, I hope you're all doing well. Um, I've had a good day so far. It's Saturday, 12.37pm. I woke up at like 8.30, which is a sleep in for me. Um, I actually had the motivation to go on a run. But like it was a bike ride slash run because I don't like running for such a long time. I just go on a bike ride and then I lock up my bike and then I keep and then I like run for like 15 minutes and then I come back and um and I ride home as like a cool down. And that's how I like to do it. Um, and the reason is because every Saturday normally I play basketball, but the season's over. So, um, I needed to get in my weekly run, which I otherwise wouldn't have gotten because the season's over. Um, but anyway, last night, um, well, yesterday I had my last day of term one, year 12. So we have four terms in a year, but pretty much only three in year 12 because term four is just all exam revision. So I'm one third of the way through year 12, one third of the way through my last year of high school ever. Ah, scary. Um, but it's a relief to be on holidays. I have had a very relaxing day so far. Last night, I dedicated my night to hanging out with friends And it was the best thing I've ever done because it was so fun and I don't really do it very often anymore. I still see people, but in year 12, you kind of feel guilty every time you do it. Every time you're not like doing something more productive, at least for me. Um, so it was a good way to finish term one. We went back to my friend's house. We ate pizza. We... We played two horror games. <laughs> um, I don't love horror games. I only the only part I like about them is the adrenaline. Um, because I'm an absolute <laughs> um scaredy cat when it comes to that sort of thing. Um, I jump very easily. I am jump scared very easily. Um, and first we played. Well, actually, first we did a virtual reality simulation um, with my friend's, like, PlayStation. Uh, and basically, it was um, it was a shark attack. So I've done this, like, I've done a vi- virtual reality experience a few years ago at, like, a store. They were just letting the public test it to see how they like it. Um, and that one was like a shipwreck. So you were on a shipwreck. You couldn't interact with anything, but you were just like standing around and it had like, you, you had headphones on as well. So it was like really submersive and you were on the shipwreck and you were just like 
looking around and then suddenly a massive whale would like swim right by and its eye would be like right there and it'd like take up half the screen and it was insane but like I was walking around and I didn't see the whale until it was right there and I absolutely (laughs) I was like I don't know 14 I was really like I I jump scared so bad and I like nearly threw it off my face (laughs) the headset um and that (laughs) yeah but it was still really cool but it was really loud as well and I'm like pretty like sound scares me the most um rather than just visual so like the fact that it was loud and it was like making sounds was like terrifying but it was still amazing but this time I was on I was in like a shark cage and you you were in um like upper part of the ocean like kind of surface area so it was all light and you could see fish and everything and then you'd slowly go down they'd like drop you down and you'd go down into this like trench and you just kept going down and you passed these um manta rays and like glowing starfish wait glowing jellyfish and it was just so pretty um even though it was like pretty blurry because like you know, it'd have to be pretty high tech for it to be clear in virtual reality. I get that, but it was still really amazing. Um, and then you'd keep going down and you'd reach this like radioactive, um, a thing. (laughs) It was like, it wasn't a ship. It was like a, um, some sort of, well, some sort of massive ship thing. It wasn't a ship though. It was like, uh, I don't know, just this massive machine and it was radioactive and it was like a wreck. Um, But while you were like looking around and um, just observing the things around you, uh, a shark comes along and it's like a great white. And although there wasn't like headphones, it was just playing out of the TV. It was still really, really submersive. And all my friends were like being quiet so that I could like feel like I was in it. And it the shark started to like bite on the cage and it was like so aggressive and um eventually it tore off the side of the cage and like even that jump scared me and I was like screaming a little bit um and um and then they like pull you up they pull the cage up right before it is able to like eat you and it's actually I actually was very quite uh (laughs) scared but it was still really fun um that was like a really cool experience and then we decided to to buy Five Nights at Freddy's Virtual Reality and it is the scariest game I've ever played I swear to god I already get scared very easily by um horror games like that the jump scares Five Nights at Freddy's is already a very scary game but virtual reality I swear to god if I had headphones on I would not be able to do it because like you had these little, uh, they look like microphones that you hold in each hand, but those are like your hands. And um, it detects like where your hands are. So you can press the buttons yourself. And although they were a bit um, tedious to like, it didn't really press the buttons um, in the actual game very well. You could like hear them coming and like they'd be right there and you could look at them and and they'd show up in the door and you'd have to close the door but it was really fiddly to have to close the door and oh my god it was so scary and I had to like give it to someone else before 
um, I died because I ran out of power. If you don't know the game, don't worry about what I'm talking about. The point is it was a scary game. And when you're in virtual reality, it is 20 times scarier. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> and then my friends are playing it um, as well. My friend who's really good at it did really well. And, um, and then we pretty much just played Cards Against Humanity. And then I also played uh, Phasmophobia with headphones on and the headphones really tipped it off even though it was like the easiest house and the easiest most inactive ghost that I had to like find I still was terrified and I still um haven't got the balls to do it <laughs> I still haven't gotten the hang of it and I still uh want to throw the headset off every time a sound goes off and they were all just laughing at me because every time I heard a sound I would literally like spaz <laughs> it was it was fun though. It was very fun. And then we went home and that is basically the way I celebrated the end of term one. And the reason I'm saying all this is because this is how I decided to release all the stress that I've been holding in from term one. Um, so today I'm focusing on relaxing because I think this is something that a lot of people do not really think about or at least they do, but they don't really take it seriously. They're like mental health and everything. Um, and I'm not going to say all these things that you probably already know, like go meditate and read a book and like just kick your feet up. Like I know that that's all just like shut up. No, one, <laughs> everyone knows that. Everyone knows those little things that you could do to relax and try them. Literally like actually try them, take them seriously and try the little tips and tricks that everyone says because they actually do help release stress. But the real ways to actually release stress is like, I'm just going to share the ways that I have been able to because when I'm stressed, I'm stressed and um, I'm not pleasant when I'm stressed. <laughs> I just like, I'm a mess and I'm emotional and I feel like um, I can't do anything until I've like un gotten on top of everything. So let's begin the tips. So when I'm stressed, the first thing I do is kind of um, restart. So for me, that means like take a shower or just wash my face get changed, even just brush my teeth. Brushing my teeth, I'm very diligent about my dental hygiene. I don't know why. It just is very satisfying to like do like brush my teeth and then floss and then like mouthwash and like use a tongue scraper, which sounds really weird, but it's satisfying. Um, and then my mouth feels fresh and that makes me feel fresh. And then I feel like I'm able to kind of bring myself to organize my um, thoughts and what I need to do. So I, once I've like feel, I feel like I've freshened up, I can start to organize what I need to do. So I have a whiteboard on my wall and I just make a list and making a list is honestly the best thing I do. And since I'm like a perfectionist, I like organize my room like, I mean, I don't, I don't like reorganize my cupboard. That's not what I mean. I mean, like I put everything that it needs to be put away, away. I put all my books in a pile and I put what I need to do the most on top. 
and I make a list of things that I want to get done that night. And then I have this app on my phone and sorry, my hand just cracked. I just realized I've had the hiccups for like the past hour and it stopped when I started talking. So that's convenient. Anyway, I have this app on my phone and I have kept it to myself. I don't know why, because I just have forgotten to mention it or just hasn't come up in conversations. I think I've told one person about it, but it's my best friend. This app is my best friend. I have um, a Samsung Galaxy phone and because my whole family is against iPhone, let's not get into it. It's just how it is. Um, I'm an Android lover and uh, this app organizes my life. It keeps me sane and it, yeah, let's, let's talk about it. It is called Microsoft To Do. It is basically an app where you can make lists of things that you need to do um, and make folders for each thing that you need to do. It's got a little blue tick. Um, and the really cool thing I like about it is that you can have it on multiple devices and sync it. So I've got this on my phone and my laptop for school. So if I have like homework that I need to do, I can put it on my laptop and then it will be on my phone later. And I've organized each of my subjects into different lists. So like English, maths, psychology, biology, chemistry, each one is in a different folder and you can actually even customize the little symbol you have for each one. So I've color coded mine. And um, when you go into each one, you can add a new thing that you need to do within that. And I'm not just talking about school. You can do this with the shopping lists. You can do this with things that you need to organize, events you need to organize. Um... I don't know if you have kids, you can like organize what they need done and stuff like that, their school stuff. Um, And then you can check each thing off within that, within that list. And then it has all these other options, like my day, for example, Um, you can within like, for example, my subjects, if I have to do um, chapter five questions for maths, I have to put that into my maths folder. And then what I can do is I can select what I've just made the chapter five questions and I can press add to my day and then everything you want to get done in your day will go into my day so that's like covering everything that you want to do in that day you can set reminders you can set um due dates for when things need done it's amazing and you can like star things that need to be done the fastest like as in important stuff um you can just have general tasks instead of putting them into folders. It's just like, there's so many options and possibilities and you can like sync it with your Microsoft email account um, and like flag your emails and it will go directly to this app. It's honestly just my safe space because I'm so, I need everything to be organized. I need to know what I'm doing, when I'm doing it and what needs to be done. And this is literally my life. Um, what's this? Oh, there's a planner as well. So you can have, I don't really know how it works, but like tasks that have been assigned to you by other people somehow that must be like through schools or something but I don't have that option on, obviously. Um, there 
is like options to see what you've already completed, which is really satisfying. Uh, you can have different themes. You can share your list activity somehow with other people. Um, just all these little different features and I love it. So just thought I would share that with you guys to begin with because if you need things organized, I would highly recommend getting this app. Even though it's been my own little secret for a while now, I think I I owe it to society to share it with the world and to it's not I'm not being sponsored or anything. I don't have sponsors, but um yeah, moving on. That is a good way to organize yourself. Anyway, so like that's how I kind of manage my stress on like the immediate sort of side of things. Once I've organized everything and I've kind of like contained my stress and kind of like just feel a bit more peace of mind, peace of mind. Like I I still have things to do, but I know what I need to do and when it needs to be done. So once I've kind of like gotten on top of all of that, here are some other ways you can like further de-stress because you're probably still stressed. You're probably still tense. You're probably still like, oh, I know I still have things to do, but like, uh, I don't know. I've organized everything, but I don't know how to still feel less stressed. I don't know. Anyway, so there's a few different things you can do. First of all, there's those cringy little things that everyone tells you to do, like meditate or read a book or go, I don't know, sunbake in your backyard. I used to do that. Probably not very healthy, but you know, it's just what I enjoyed doing for a while. It didn't help because I don't tan very easily. <laughs> um, so try those little things. Try meditating for like five minutes a day. It's kind of a hard habit to get into. You don't even need guided meditation. I need it because like I just end up thinking about other things like what would happen if I jumped in front of a car accidentally or what would happen if if the world cracked in half all of a sudden. <laughs> I just get interesting thoughts when I when I'm left with my own thoughts. So I need guided meditation to focus on my breath. Uh, nah, 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 nah. Um so try that even before bed, uh, try stretching, try yoga. I did go through a phase of that and it was great, but now I don't feel like I have the time, but I still do it like if I can be bothered in the morning or right before I go to bed. I literally just stretch in bed and it does help me relax because um, I do get tense. Um, I like roll my neck around in a circle a few times that really helps and you have to do that slowly don't do that really fast because you will hurt yourself and I don't know I don't I don't want to get in trouble um be be kind to yourself um there are a few just pick a few really good sleep stretches like stretches that help you relax because there are some really good ones like the one where you lie down like you're about to go to sleep and then you um, go onto your side. Wait, how do I explain this? You lie, you lie like you're about to go to sleep, and then you put your arms out on either side of you, like a T. And then you um, bring one leg towards you. Put your okay. Bring your like right leg towards your chest. Put your left hand on your knee, and then like bring that to the side and look in the opposite direction. You probably 
Okay, I don't know why I'm trying to explain it. Just look up some good uh, relaxing stretches that you can do before bed because they really help me to unwind. I also write in a diary every night, which I finally dedicated myself to. It's taken like my whole life and only in the last few years I've been able to actually consistently do it. Well, when something happens, if nothing happens in a day, I won't bother, but like it's a nice way to relax. Um... Anyway, yeah, do the little cringy things that, that people like to do, like to suggest. Drink water. Um, yeah, have a routine and that will help. Anyway, other things. Pick up a hobby or do your hobbies. I know you probably feel like I don't have time to do the things I like. I don't have time to enjoy life. I have priorities. Well, guess what? Your mental health is your priority. And do not ever forget that. Because if your mental health is not in shape, nothing else can be. You're not going to be enjoying what you're doing at all. And you're probably not going to be doing anything as good as you would be if your mental health was in shape. So take up a hobby or do what you like to do even if it's just for like an hour a week because you do have an hour in a week that you can do whatever you want even if you feel like you don't have the time just wake up a bit earlier if you can or uh like just find the time there is like ways that you can do that if you feel like you literally have like a jam-packed schedule maybe like ask your partner to make dinner for one night or something like or just figure out something that you can change in your schedule so that you can start prioritizing your own mental health a bit more because it's really important to take care of yourself um and if you can't do what you'd like to do in your own spare time then it's not gonna have a amazing outcome is it um or you kind of just have to like take notice of when you're what you are doing in your spare time whether you're actually making use of it because maybe you're just going on your phone for like an hour every time you have a free time you could be doing something a lot more enjoyable in that time like I don't know playing just dance that's a good way to unwind which leads me into my next thing um sorry the thing the auto voice detector just went off on my phone I need to turn that off because it doesn't work very well uh the next thing I wanted to talk about was exercise so like as I just said you could play just dance but there's so much you can do with exercise it doesn't have to be big it doesn't have to be exhausting and it doesn't have to be a massive deal it could be something as simple as go take a take take your dog on a walk like when you wake up um i know one of my teachers wakes up at like 6 and walks their dog before they come to school even when they have to be there by 8 which is an hour early for an early class like that's admirable do that if you have a dog, please walk your dog. I always feel so bad for people who have dogs and don't walk them. They're like, no, we don't have the time. I mean, they're fine. They run around the house. Like, please walk your dog. It's good for you. It's good for the dog. And just do it. It's a good habit to get into. And it's like very 
good for the dog. <laughs> um, but you can try to get into a some sort of routine with exercise, even if it's just really small, like walking to work instead of driving if you live close to work. My mum tries to like ride her bike or walk to work all the time and that's admirable because like a lot of people can't be bothered in the morning. They're just like, no, it's fine. I'll just drive. No, it's fine. I'll just take public transport. It's not a big deal. Like it will help you and your mental health and your physical health. So do that. And another thing to do is that will help you like get into exercise is to make it a reward. So do it every time you are like doing something you enjoy. So if you are like doing homework and then you finish the homework and you're like, damn, I feel good. I feel like I've done something with my life, but I don't want to keep doing it because I'm tired. Go on a walk as a reward. And then you'll start to like associate um, that dopamine in your brain with exercise which gives you more dopamine so it's like it's called classical conditioning so you like pair um something that you are doing that like makes you happy with something else such as exercise and then you start to pair exercise with happiness automatically and it like makes you happy and it makes you crave it just like this there's this thing called the runner's high if you're gonna run um, when you're done, you'll realize like, you feel amazing and that will make you want to go on another run, even if it's like very intimidating. Running is very intimidating. I'm not going to lie. Like I hate running. I actually hate running, period. But the reason I actually go on runs is because I ride my bike first and I love riding my bike because over quarantine, well, not quarantine, lockdown, uh, like last year or the year before that um and I had like online school every day I hated sitting in my chair all day so I went on a bike ride every morning before school and I loved it because it like was only a 15 minute ride didn't take long and it was like very pretty to watch the sunrise and it was like refreshing because it was cold but I would like wear a jumper it's fine um and I loved it and so when my mum started riding her bike and then running and then riding her bike home, it seems a lot less intimidating than just going on a run and that's it for like an hour because that's exhausting and it's hard and it's really hard to do if you're not like used to it and you're not like, you know, like very fit yet at running. Like you're not very good at it yet. So it seems really hard. It seems very exhausting and time consuming, etc. and like, you don't want to do it. Just pair it with something you like or make it short or make it like enjoyable somehow. Maybe listen to a podcast while you run. Maybe I like to sync my breath with my running steps. Like breathe in for three steps, breathe out for four or like breathe in for three, breathe out for three. And I'll like try to sync it. And if I can't keep up, I need to slow down a bit. Stuff like that, but I don't like listening to music while I run because it's just my preference and I feel like it's kind of ruining the fact that you're on a run in nature. If you're in like on a bike track with like lots of trees around and it's really pretty, try to like actually take in the surroundings rather than listen to music and it will also it would also help you concentrate on your breathing, which is like really good for um like 
improving and stuff. Um, so yeah, that's my opinion on exercise. And there's this thing, I mean, we did this in psychology, so I know all about it. When you exercise, it literally physically burns up your stress hormones. It's called cortisol, that it's a stress hormone. Um, and this hormone is actually burnt up while you're exercising. So when you exercise, you're literally burning up your stress. <laughs> it's so good. And it releases endorphins and like adrenaline, all these good stuff that makes you feel good. It makes you fitter, makes you look good, makes you feel good, makes you exercise. Uh, well, I meant energized. Uh, everything. There's nothing bad about, there's no negatives about exercise unless you're like injured and it's going to make you more injured. Don't do that. Do what you can because it will help you in every way. Oh, and the other thing with exercise you can do is to take up a sport. If you do, if you like are playing a sport and you have a busy schedule and you're like, I don't think I have time for this anymore. I think I have to focus on what I need, like what I'm doing right now I don't have time for this sport anymore even though I enjoy it it's like taking up too much of my time do not quit your sport please if you are enjoying it if you hate it and you want to quit that's a different story but if you love it and you feel like you don't have the time for it don't quit because I swear to god you have the time you just feel like you don't because you're overwhelmed I have happened this has happened to me before like I play basketball every week and I mean I think it's happened like once or twice I've been like I don't know if I want to I don't know if I'm gonna have like enough time with this anymore it's taking up like hours of my week training and going to the games and showering when it's done like please you have the time if you enjoy it and you get something out of it why would you stop? It's just a way to release more stress, to release stress. And if you feel like you don't have the time, find something else that you're doing with your time that you can stop doing, like going on your phone for three hours a day. <laughs> Some people do that, okay? Um, but for me, basketball is such a stress reliever. I look forward to it now. It's such a stress reliever I'm in a high grade so there's like the letters are the grades so like a grade b grade c grade a grade is the best we are in b grade because I'm in under 21s even though I'm only 17 I'm in under 21s because there's like all not very many older girls playing basketball in this tournament that I'm in um so there has to be like only certain number of people in my team there has to be only a certain number of teams in the tournament um and then like within a season so we've been playing a lot of really high high grade teams that should be doing rep or something not domestic b grade basketball but like <laughs> like we are not the perfect team well the the season's over now like my team's gonna change now but like we were a really good team, but we we played so many teams that should should have been in such higher levels, and it was just not very fair because this team was beating other teams like ten to seventy, and in basketball that is like beyond ridiculous. 
70. I saw the old the scores with the other teams and it was ridiculous. But to be fair, we did beat we did um only lose by like 15, I think, to that team. It was like 15 to 28 or something like that. So that's pretty good compared to set 10 to 70. <laughs> um but still, what I enjoyed about it was that it was super competitive. Um I get super competitive because that's just the way I really stress. I get very um not aggressive. I'm not a violent player unlike other people. When other people get violent, it just motivates me more to like play fairly and win without being violent because it shows that like you don't have to be violent to win because so many teams are just like let's just hit everyone and bump into everyone and grab their shirts and that will get us the win like no that's not this is not AFL this isn't rugby this is just domestic basketball calm down but when they're aggressive it's like I get um even more competitive and if we win like it's such a stress really you are like I just get really passionate and I like play my hardest and when I'm when like the game's over even if we lose I still feel like I've gained so much more practice exercise socializing you know everything it's just I love it and I love basketball so like I look forward to every week. So if you don't have a sport or if you're thinking of quitting your sport because you don't have time, please don't. Get, continue your sport or pick up a sport. Even if it's not, it doesn't have to be like something you have to pay for. You can just go on a weekly run with your friends or like a weekly walk or a weekly catch up at the public basketball court or something. I don't know. Just anything. Just find a routine and stick to it and you'll start to look forward to it every week and it will be like really really nice um otherwise pick up different hobbies instead back to the hobbies I forgot to mention what mine are so I enjoy drawing and singing and playing guitar and playing with my pets and a lot of people I think forget to play with their pets because your pets are there. They're your family. They need attention. They need love. Love your pets and you'll both get like something good out of it. My cat is sitting on my chair across from me right now. She's giving me company while I'm doing this podcast. Um, I clipped my rabbit's nails this morning, which is not a pleasant experience. My mum has to like hold him and I have to use this little thing to cut his nails and it's really stressful because if he like moves I can accidentally cut the little pink part which will make him bleed and it's just not pleasant but he's like the most passive little baby fluff ball on this planet I swear to god like we've just raised him with so much attention that like we could just hold him upside down on our laps for like an hour and he wouldn't care actually no he doesn't really do that anymore but he's super 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 friendly and I love it because you can just like squish his face for like an hour and he'll just like sleep and it's just so cute oh I love it but while I'm like doing homework sometimes I just start singing and it's like just a way I try to like relax or like I'll just automatically start singing while I'm listening to a song 
while studying. It's probably not the ideal way to study because you're not really taking in the information, but like, <laughs> it's just something that I do. Um, yeah. Anyway, the last thing I thought I would mention is it's so important to catch up with friends. In year 12, you feel like you have no time for anything. And I know that I'm actually probably a big hypocrite right now because a lot of people I know, um, oh, well, a lot of people I see on social media still catch up with people all the time. They still see their friends regularly. They still go to parties. They still go like gaming for the night and stuff. I actually am probably one of the least social people I know right now. I just stay at home every day and study and like do my own thing. But that's just how I like it right now. And it's how I've liked it probably ever since the start of COVID because it's just how everyone has had to adapt, not seeing people as often. And I've just kind of enjoyed sticking with that. But I still go and see people. Um, And when I do, it makes it feel even more special and even more stress relieving because I stress relief my own way by drinking tea and like talking to my family and just like doing my own solitude activities, solo activities that really stress like reading or writing. I don't write anymore sadly because I feel like I could just be spending my time writing other things to do with studying but currently I'm doing a creative piece for the English which I get to write whatever I want to do with the thing, the book that we're doing, but I still get to write and I haven't written in ages and I'm, I'm enjoying it a lot. So that's nice. Um, but anyway, make time to catch up with your friends. If they feel like they don't have time either, keep bugging them about it because you'll both benefit. It doesn't have to be a massive day out. It can just be a little picnic for an hour. It could just be a walk. It could just be... I don't know, going to the library together. I love doing that because I feel like I'm not wasting time, but I'm also catching up with them. You're both being productive in each other's company. And like you can vent to them and be honest with them about what you're feeling and how you're stressed and how they can help you maybe. Or you could help each other to feel better about whatever's stressing you out. Just There's just so many benefits to everything you can incorporate into your routine. Um, and now I'm tired because I've been talking for so long, but this is like one of my other passions, which is talking and venting and going on rants about things that I like to share, which is why I made the podcast. And that's why I'm not going to stop doing it just because I have a busier schedule. I, this is how I release my inner thoughts and stress. And even though it takes up a good hour and a half of my week, I'm going to keep going because it helps me in multiple ways. It helps me to release stress. It helps me to vent. It helps me to feel like I'm socializing and it gives me a break. And that's really what matters. So that is pretty much all I have today. I'm going to do some questions. And then I'm going to go and make some eggs on toast because eggs on toast, okay, you have to first boil the eggs with a little machine so that it's not a massive cleanup. This 
machine I have can cook like seven eggs at once. And um, it's amazing because like it takes 15 minutes and you don't have to do hardly anything. Um, and then you cook the bread in toaster and then you cut up the eggs and put it on and then you add some sunflower seeds and salt and it's damn delicious and I've had it every day that I can and it's so good for lunch anyway so let's have a look at these questions someone said what is your favorite food oh that's so funny I literally just said it um right now well and for a while now it's been eggs on toast for lunch every day and I do have the same breakfast every day but I can't be bothered explaining it it's just muesli banana and sunflower seeds it's so good um someone said do you like to go hiking I have been hiking before but it can't I don't think it can be really classified as hiking if it's only like an hour and a half or two hours because real hiking isn't it like four hours at least or something it's ridiculous I don't think I have the stamina or motivation to go on a four hour hike I would just be literally dead for the next week (laughs) I don't think I would manage, but maybe once I could do it. Um, And if it's really, really pretty, like the destination you're getting to and like the journey as well, that would probably be worth it, but not regularly. (laughs) Okay, someone said, is cooking a cool hobby? Yes, cooking is an amazing hobby. There's so many possibilities. I Next year, I'm making a list of things that I'm going to do next year because I have I'm doing a gap year next year, so I'm going to have all the time in the world to relax. Um, next year is dedicated to relaxing and to like um, deciding what course I want to do the year after in uni. Um, and cooking is one of the most productive hobbies you can have because you get to like know how to cook, which is like pretty important in life. So you can make your own food. You can experiment, you can do whatever you want, you can make your own flavors, you can make your own dishes, make them look pretty, add whatever you want, no one will judge you because no one's gonna care and you don't have to do it with anyone. You can follow recipes, you can add your own ideas to recipes, it's just endless and yes, do it. I'm gonna get into cooking more next year. I've got a list of things that I'm gonna do it next year. Someone said, does your favorite music say something about you as a person? Uh, yeah, probably. Um, personally, I don't really have a favorite music. I just have types of genres that I like the most. But I have quite varied genres. And I go through, um, I go through phases as well. So, like, <laughs> years ago I was, like, into kind of sad rap kind of stuff because I don't know it just like it was kind of relaxing to listen to whilst doing work that I didn't care about at school uh and then I went through like a kind of pop generic pop phase and I haven't I don't believe in having a bad music taste everyone likes their own thing and I think it's pretty arrogant for someone to say you have bad music taste because everyone likes their own thing and I think it's stupid if someone says that you have bad music taste but whatever. Um, and then I went through a lo-fi phase and then I got sick of that because it all sounded the same. And then, um, and I still go, I still like all of these genres sometimes. It just depends on my mood. And now I've 
actually gotten into kind of orchestral music. So like music that you listen to in a movie scene, like an intense movie scene, not like when someone's being shot at, not like (laughs) thriller music. I mean like relaxing kind of orchestra stuff, like strings and guitars and, um, it's hard to explain it. Um, let me give you an example. Um, I have made a playlist and I literally only like started listening to these songs a while ago. I've just found them really relaxing to listen to while I'm studying. Some of them are really deep and like serious and some of them are really like relaxed and um, kind of upbeat. They're all just background music from movies and it kind of like while I'm studying it kind of makes me feel like I'm in a movie. And it's like really relaxing and it like really helps me concentrate. I don't know what it is. But anyway, I go through different music phases and I th- I'd i say, and some of the music I listened to was like, like really um, kind of like, I don't know how to explain it. Like songs that make girls feel like they own the world, I guess. <laughs> and songs that make you like walk on the beat in a really like kind of model catwalk kind of way (laughs) I kind of like listening to them sometimes on the way home from school so I can feel like I don't know I've got my life in shape (laughs) I don't know but there's a lot of variety in my music and I just like what I like and depending on the type of music I'm listening to doesn't define who I am I guess it defines my mood or it just changes my mood. Music has a massive, massive impact on your mood. That's actually another source of like relaxing because depending on the music you like, some people, oh my God, Coco was like upside down on my chair. It's so cute. But um, different people like to listen to different music to like let go of their problems. Um, Some people like listening to rock music to like release stress. Some people listen to lo-fi or just relaxing music. Music that's like kind of quote space music is really relaxing. I love listening to that when I'm like really just tired and need to calm down before bed or something like that. It's very relaxing with my headphones and I'm just walking around my room listening to space music. It's just just very chill. That's all I can say. Um. Anyway, moving on. Next question. Um, someone said, what's a super popular book you have not read? I actually really want to read Lord of the Flies because I've never read it. I think I actually started reading it once, like in an audio book. I read, I listened to like five minutes of it and then I got distracted and I never, ever finished it. And my school is going to be doing a play on it eventually this year. So I probably should read it, but don't really have time. See what I mean? You you say you want to do something, but then you say, oh, no, I don't have time. But I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it eventually. I'll do it um, next year. Isn't that sad? I'm such a hypocrite. I'll watch it. I'll listen to it when I've finished my exams. And then I can, like, read that while I'm waiting for my result. Okay. I'm going to do that. Remind me to do that. Someone said, um, if you decide to write a book, what will the title be? Interesting. 
Um, I actually, I'm not sure. The title is probably like the least important part. I have thought of many ideas, but I haven't really remembered them. <laughs> It'd probably be very short. It'd be like the name of the character or some significant feature in the book. I'm not sure. Someone said, what's the weather like where you are? I mean, it's been very nice today. It's been very warm. It was like, it's going to be like 25 degrees Celsius today, like in midday. So I wanted to go on a run earlier when it's not so hot because I don't really like hot, hot weather. But it's really nice now and it's gotten cloudy now, which is kind of sad because it was very pretty and sunny. But now it's kind of just chilling. Um, what else should I answer? Someone says, what do you think about computer games? Are there any benefits from them? This is related to relaxing. Some people like to play computer games to relax and fair enough. But there is also like not, there are disadvantages. The benefits about them is socializing relaxing in your own way, hand-eye coordination practice, I guess. Um, that's honestly all I can think of, just relaxing your body, maybe after exercising. Uh, depending on the games, you might like gain knowledge of some sort, but there are a lot of disadvantages in my opinion as well. Um, I haven't been a gamer growing up because I just haven't had, I don't know, the resources like I have an xbox but I've had like limited time on it every day growing up just to, like control myself and now I just don't game um the disadvantages are that you can end up becoming like sort of addicted and you kind of sit there every day and that's your source of stress relief and that's not the best source of stress relief because like kind of fake dopamine and you just kind of that's all you want to do you don't want to do it um you don't want to like release stress in any other like more healthy way you don't get to like move your body you lose time your eyes can like suffer because you're just staring at a screen all day I'm pretty sure like it might be a myth but I'm <laughs> I mean I doubt that there would be no effect on your eyes from staring at a screen all day and probably all night. Um, but occasionally, computer games are a wonderful way to release stress. That's all I'm going to say. Someone said, would you go on a round-the-world trip? Um, um, honestly, yes, but I'm kind of um, stingy. I kind of like to save money. Um, and I know that that would be extremely expensive if it was with like my significant other and it's like a once in a life opportunity and like we have a plan of what we want to see and like it's going to be amazing then yes for sure but if I'm just going to go on my own and like just for the fact and the like the experience of like going to places I honestly don't think I would because I just like other things better. I've actually never really been overseas except for cruises, which I went on as like a kid. So I don't really remember that much being overseas. We've been to like Queensland and Sydney and stuff, but I've never really traveled very far. Um, 
so I guess I don't really know what I'm missing out on, but we'll find out eventually. Oh, and then the next question is, who would you like to travel with? And it would be my family or my best friends or my significant other. It has to be with someone who's important to me because otherwise it kind of doesn't feel as special and memorable. And, oh my God, I can't wait to go on a vacation with my, I don't know, close people. It's going to be fun. Okay, a few more. Someone said, what do you think about fishing? Is it a fun hobby? I've never been fishing. As a kid, I've always wanted to go fishing, but I've actually watched a few, like while I'm at work with the TV, um, they'd show like a fishing channel once in, once in a while and I'd actually feel really bad for the fish. So I actually don't think I'd enjoy it that much because like if I can't watch it, how am I supposed to do it? Because I just feel bad. Okay, do, do you watch Instagram or Pinterest for inspiration? Yes, I do. I do indeed. I occasionally go on to Pinterest to look at like hairstyles or like hacks or organization um, hacks, little lists that I can do. I love, I like that. I actually like one of my favorite shops is Officeworks because I can like find new ways to organize my life. Isn't that sad? <laughs> Um, but yeah, Instagram is also a pretty good resource, but it's also like full of memes and um, other sources of entertainment, which just get me off track. So that's fun. Um, okay, I'll just do one more. Someone said, how to relax in nature to the maximum? This is a good question. Nature is the best way to relax. I love nature. Just, I live next to a park, so it's kind of bias on my part, but I, every morning, I make sure I eat breakfast in the backyard, watching, like, the the trees, like, looking into the park, because it's so pretty, and the birds are whistling, and it's, like, relaxing, and it connects you to nature, and nature is honestly one of the best resources to relax and to just kind of change your perspective and make you kind of think about how insignificant so many things that we stress about are even though they're important like tax and jobs and stuff like think about it in a different perspective like we're just a little speck in the universe doing our thing existing don't worry nothing's too deep don't worry just listen to the birds and close your eyes and relax I think that's all I can be bothered talking about today. So thank you very, 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 very much for listening. I hope I can, I hope you can say that you've found something maybe that you can do to relax or try to help you um, unwind from whatever stress you're experiencing. I hope whatever you're... I hope any stress you have isn't too severe and if it is tell me about it oh no <laughs> sorry I was like I was gonna be about to be like tell me about it on ask FM contact me and ask me questions so that you can help my podcast like no I'm not about to promote myself using your like sadness and stress but anyway <laughs> Yeah, but actually, like, you can ask me questions about it and I can, like, give you advice on, like, how to 
help you and stuff. But, you know, um, I hope you're okay. And I hope you have a good week. And I hope you enjoy the rest of your weekend. And if you are on holidays like me, congrats on making it this far. I am definitely going to be sleeping in for the next two weeks. I mean, a sleep in for me is only like eight o'clock, but you know, um, have a good rest of your day or night. I hope you're doing well and I hope you will tune back in next week for whatever interestingly <laughs> um, shallow conversation we'll be having next week. Um, anyway, rate the podcast on Spotify. That is the only thing I'm going to say this time because... um. On the phone, you can just give it a rating out of five stars. That would be very nice. I would very appreciate that. Have a good week, which I've already said. Love you. Have a wonderful rest of your week. And I will be talking to you soon. Bye.